You're listening to another life-giving message from Living Faith Church San Diego. We are a church for sinners by sinners, and we are on a mission to help you discover your purpose, live in power, and live out your God-given potential. For more information about Living Faith Church, text the word podcast to 1-888-305-2303. Again, text the word podcast to 1-888-305-2303. Now open up your hearts and minds for this transforming message from Living Faith Church. Ooh, God is so good. I'm so excited for today. It's going to get even better. Uh, The week is just started, so let's just first uh, come and pray. So, Father God, thank you so much for your goodness. I pray that you just speak through me and that this word will just bring faith, hope, and love. We thank you for your goodness. In Jesus' name, amen. So, has anyone ever gone hiking before? Yes. Awesome. Okay, so if you go hiking, I don't know about you guys, but maybe you might pack a backpack. And um, I don't know about you, but if you're like Franco, he likes to pack a lot. (laughs) 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 A lot. (laughs) And so, you know, what if we went hiking and we decided, well, when we open, you know, we're going to imagine this. We're doing, imagine, like hypnosis, okay. So we're gonna imagine, okay, we're all about to go hiking and, our, and we choose, we get our backpacks and we're getting ready for this hike. And in this hike, I'm gonna put in a water, a towel, a hat, don't forget your chapstick, your sun, sunscreen, your mini fan, just like the ones at, at uh, Disneyland. It's so hot and you can spray yourself. <laughs> Umbrella, just like Stephen when the sun is too bright. <laughs> he doesn't wear hats. Um, <laughs> snacks, maybe a charger for your phone. Don't You can't forget your phone. Um, extra shoes, maybe a bathing suit, maybe extra clothes. And, um, you know, unfortunately, when we do that and we, oh, And not only do we bring water, but we bring multiple waters, depending on how far the hike is. But when we do that, what happens to our bag from an empty bag to all that stuff? It's super heavy, right? And it's kind of like, it's kind of like how life can carry us down. It's like when we decide, we all deal with worry, And every time we decide to worry, we're putting something in our backpack. And I don't know about you, but how many people here worry that we have something that we worry about? And so this is our spiritual backpack that we're carrying around in life. This is the analogy of what are we carrying in our backpack that's weighing us down, that's taking us from from the adventure of the hike to the adventure of life, but we can't see it, but it's holding us down. Mm. What are those things? Um, Worry, when it starts to get heavy, it begins to weigh us down. And not only that, but worry is a temporal thing, just like if we're affected by COVID, that was a temporal thing. But if we allow worry to grip us long enough, it turns into anxiety. And that's a place where you don't want to go. So it's so important that when we have our spiritual backpack, that we, and you know, 
um, that we don't allow worry to carry us down all the time. And unfortunately, we're in a generation where I read online that we're in an anxiety generation. Everyone has anxiety. Everyone has worries. We worry about everything. We don't have a job. We worry. We have a job. We're stressed and worried that we that you know we're not meeting quota. That we're not getting enough sales for the job. Whatever that is, um, we might stress about not having a car, or we're going to stress and worry about having a car because it keeps breaking down, and so you don't know how to get from one place to the next. We worry about not having money. We worry about having money. We worry about what people think about us and what our future holds. There's a list of things that we that weigh us down that we worry about. Um, and I kind of feel like worry kind of reminds me of VR. How many people have played VR? Like, you know those games and you put those goggles on? Well, <laughs> that kind of reminds me of worry because you put on the VR and here you are, you're in this game and you see this dead zombie coming after you and he's like all bloody and he's just like running after you and you're like what do I have in my toolbox to fight this and this entire time what is happening your heart rate is beating you're feeling the emotion of this zombie coming after you and maybe you're worried that you're not going to get the tools enough to stab the zombie in time and before it gets you VR is not real and worry, it says that 80% of, of things that we worry about don't even actually happen. Mm -hmm. So it's like playing a video game, virtual reality, where you have, where you, when you begin to allow it to affect you, you worry about things, well guess what, your heart rate goes up, your mind goes crazy, your, it holds your mental and physical body. And so that's what happens when it comes to worry. And so there are several types of different types of worry that we go through. The first thing is um, obviously things that will never happen in our life, um, things that, uh, that had happened in the past that already happened and we can't do anything about. And this type of worry is like, okay, something happened in the past. And so now you have this fear that you have this worry it's going to happen again when the circumstance comes up. Um, I don't know about you, but I've had that worry several times in my life. Um, but the thing is, it, when I went through that type of worry, I remember reading The Midas Touch by uh, Donald Trump and Robert Kiyosaki, and it, they talk about all the failures that they had. And I know Donald Trump had multiple bankruptcies, but he just kept going. And so. Sometimes when things in the past happens, you just have to, it, it comes to a point where you just have to keep going forward and move past it and just say, yes, it happened, but I'm going to get up and I'm going to learn from it and I'm going to be stronger. And even if there's things that you did in the past that were mistakes, just know that if God forgave you, you need to forgive yourself. Stop worrying about those things. Um, another type of worry is that things, people worry about things that, uh, must happen. For example, everyone must die. That happens. Everyone must probably get sick at least once in their life. Everyone grows old. You cannot stop aging. And people worry about that. So there's a list of things that we worry about. But let's get down and see what the Bible says. 
and Matthew 6, 25 through 34. Um, Therefore I tell you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat or drink, or about your body. What you will wear is not life more than food, and the body more than clothes. Look at the birds of the air. They do not sow or reap or store away in barns, and yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not much more valuable than they? Can any of you, by worrying, add a single hour to your life? And why do you worry about clothes? See how the flowers of the field grow? They do not labor or spin. Yet I tell you that not even Solomon in all his splendor was dressed like one of these. If, there's, if that is how God clothes the grass of the field, which is here today and tomorrow, is thrown into the fire, he will not much more clothe you, you of little faith. So do not worry, saying, what shall we eat? Or what shall we drink? Or what shall we wear? For the pagans run after these things, and your heavenly Father knows that you need them. But seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, and all of these things will be given to you as well. Therefore, do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. And that's so true. It says right here, first seek the kingdom and his righteousness. And, um, you know, I always like to know what the Bible says, but I also like to go deeper because it's like, oh, okay, that's great. I, don't, I should not worry because that's what the Bible says. But what, what are the process of how to not worry? Um, it's like you have, to look, you have to go and do a little bit more research to find out how can you get to the process of not, worry, of not worrying. And I used to be a worrier, really, really bad. I worried about everything, every little thing. Uh, but we'll get to that later. Uh, so I want to talk about the first point, seek God. And how do you seek God? Seeking God is by prayer. And I believe in the power of prayer so much. I, I mean, I can't tell you enough how prayer has changed my life, and I've seen prayer change other people's lives. It's, it's one of those things that if you haven't done it, you've got to try it and be persistent because I, I can say I have enough faith, and I promise you that God will move. God will move on your life. He's never failed. And so when we come to prayer, that means we're getting to know who God is. See, the closer we come to God, we're able to trust Him. And, and so let me ask you a question. If a random stranger came up to you and said, you know, hey, uh, don't worry about your problems. I'm going to take care of your problems. Are you going to trust this random person that you've never met? No, no absolutely not. But what if your own father or mother came up to you and said, don't worry about it. I got your back. I'm going to take care of your problems, your issues. Are you going to believe that person? Are you going to believe your mom or dad? For, I think, the majority of us, we might, we'd probably say yes, because we, you know, our parents have always taken care of us as we grew up. They, they always supplied all our needs. And so I feel like in order to gain that trust with God, you have to spend time with Him. You have to, and how do you do that? 
It's through prayer. It's through reading. It's through worship. And here's the thing. When it comes to worrying, the more you're closer to him, the more you trust him, then that then you'll know that whatever you're facing, whatever challenges, you have the confidence to say, I know my father has my back. I'm, you might say, hey, I'm in a million dollars of debt. Of debt. But you know what? I know my father has my back. But when you don't have a relationship with him, you don't have that trust. There's no way you can have a trust with someone who says, I got your back. You're going to say, no, I don't trust you. But you have the confidence by knowing him. But how you do that is by praying and getting closer to God. And here's the thing. You know, um, the great thing with God is that he always excels beyond beyond your worry. He even makes it better. So the thing is, is that uh, my, my parents were looking for a house in Victorville when they were moving. And as they were worried, my mom was so worried they wouldn't find the place. And so they kept looking and looking and looking. They found a place that they wanted and, and they found there was a lot of problems uh, with it with the place and so they ended up losing they backed out of it but then they were already in Victorville and they didn't have a place to stay and so that so there was even more heightened of worry like is God going to provide a place in our budget and um, the great thing is is that they kept looking and looking and they now have this amazing place that's been a bigger house that they've ever ever had ever in there since I've been with them um, and it's so much nicer it's so much bigger and it's like wow it's like there is no point in worrying because God shut that door because he was saying I have something bigger and better all you have to do is just trust me because the other the first house was like eh, it was okay it was all right but this house I live in wow it is huge and it's nice and that's what I feel like sometimes we worry about things and God is and doors will shut and God will say, No, trust me in this. Why are you worrying? I got your back. I'm your I'm your father who's like, I got something bigger and better. Just be patient. Just be patient. And so um, again, in order to gain that trust, it's all about knowing who the Father is by praying, by seeking him. And so my other point is when you do that, it's so much power in praise. See, worry takes over over our minds. And when we worry, we have to come to a point where we have to reprogram our minds. Because worry is, we're telling ourselves, this is going to happen, this is going to happen, this is going to happen to the scenario. And it's negative thinking that brings worry into your mind. And so... Trust me, how do you get out of negative thinking? The most powerful way is to praise. And you can ask any mindset coach out there. They talk about the power of gratitude. And even the Bible says here, the power of praise. It's like those people got it from the Bible. And trust me, <laughs> I do lots of mindset uh, myself, coaching and reading and all that stuff. And everyone out there says there's breakthrough in the power of praise 
Praise is so powerful because when you start to praise, even when you're worried, you can't worry and think, uh, you can't think like, oh God, I, you know, I'm going to lose my job tomorrow um, or I'm going to, I'm worried that I'm not going to survive. You can't think that when you're praising. When you praise, you have to shift your mindset and you have to say, despite whatever I'm going through, God, I'm going to praise you that I'm going to get a better job, even though it looks like I'm going to be fired. But I praise you and I'm going to worship you for that. I praise you that I might be suffering right now, but you're going to turn this situation around and you're going to use it for the glory and faith is just going to begin to rise up. When we begin to praise, we feel better, our faith builds, and we also get healthier. Because the thing about worry, it tears us down. It destroys us. We can't sleep at night. We can't, we can't think. We're just, we, we feel like in a negative mood all the time because we're worried all the time. But we have to shift our mindset. We have to reprogram it and start praising. And when you do, then when that thought comes in, it's like, okay, I'm going to stop and I'm going to start praising. Whatever that, how you do that is whatever you're worried about, now say something opposite. If it's sickness, God, I'm, I, I, I'm in a lot of pain right now. But God, I thank you so much that even despite this pain, even despite this sickness, I'm going to praise you because you're already going to bring healing upon me. I'm going to praise you even though I'm in debt. I know you're going to make a way and I'm going to live a life full of, of abundance. You have to, whatever that worry, whatever that thought is, you have to shift it. Don't allow it to control you because people who live in anxiety, it's the hardest place. It tears you down. Your emotional being, your health, it tears you down. But it's time to praise. I remember I was um, I was in the car and I was hyperventilating while I was in Bible school, <laughs> and because I was a warrior, I worried about everything all the time. And I remember that I I don't. I don't remember exactly what I was worried about, but I just remember that I felt a whole bunch of bricks weighing me down, and I and I couldn't do anything. I just I felt like this pressure on my chest that I couldn't breathe. And I remember I was just hyperventilating. And at that point, I said, "Worry has taken me to the point of it's going to destroy me." And so. I knew that I needed to change that out of me. And so I don't know where you're at when it comes to um, worrying or things that we have stressed about, we stress about. But here's the thing. If we seek after God and we start praising, that mindset of worry will shift and we're going to start to see God do amazing things. And no matter where you're at, if you're worried that he's not going to take care of you, um, I'm going to end with this story. Um, I remember I was in LA and I was driving. And as I was driving, I remember I was like in this like four or five street uh, road. And from a far distance, I saw this homeless dude in the aisle, in the island. And I'm like, okay, so from far distance, I'm driving. And then God's speaks to me and says, give that homeless guy $10. Mm. And I'm like, I'm tired. <laughs> I'm tired. I don't want to pull on the side. It's kind of, it's LA and there's lots of cars. 
and I and I said no I, I was like just arguing in my mind with God and I said well if that light doesn't turn red then I'm gonna just believe it's not your will and I'm just gonna go because I don't want to turn around and make you you turn just to go back and try to give this homeless guy ten dollars and not only that I've always had this thing where if a homeless person comes to me um, I if he asks me for money I usually say no but if he asks me for food I always say yes I'll buy you food and so this is like going against I mean I maybe I need to work on it but that's just what how, how I just do things and so I said fine and so here I am at the lights and it's red and I give him ten dollars and um, uh, and then he grabs it out of my hand and he starts to run across the street and then all of a sudden I hear him scream he screams ten dollars thank you God and at that moment I said wow one thank you God that I was obedient to that because I didn't know it sounded like he really needed it and two it reminded me of how much Jesus loves everyone. And it brought me to a place of saying, He loves everyone. No matter where we're at. He takes care of everyone. It says here in the Bible, don't worry, I'm going to take care of you. And I don't know if that homeless guy was a believer or not. But that $10 meant so much. It meant so much that he even screamed, thank you, God. I could hear him as I was driving. And I thought, wow. It's like, God, you proved again how much you love everyone. That touched my heart. And so, I don't know what we're all going through. And I, I don't know, I don't know what worries what baggage is that we're carrying. But you know what? If God says here, I, I take care of the air, the birds, the flowers, the homeless people, all of us. Has there ever been a time in your life where God failed you? Not one time I stopped and thought, did God ever fail me? Even if you don't even believe in God, has there ever been a time where you felt you were failed? Because it's easy to believe, blame God, even if we don't believe in God. And I thought to myself, you know what? I've gone through some really hard times, Steve and I have. But he has never once, never once failed us. So why do we worry? It's time to open up that bag and say, I give it to you. I give it to you, God. I shouldn't have carried this. Because you love me so much. So let's um, close out in prayer. You know, real quick, before, um, I just want to say, I don't know out there, but before I, I came up here, I was praying. And um, I just felt someone was out there, and, and you've been asking for a sign. There's a, you've been saying, God, I don't know if you're real, but I just need a sign. And you've been contemplating for a while about committing suicide. And Jesus is saying, I love you. This is my sign. So I don't know who that is for out there. 
but I felt that strongly. Jesus loves you. Jesus loves you. He knows everything that you're going through. Everything. So if you haven't accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, it's never too late because he loves you so much. So every uh, head bowed, every eyes closed, if you're ready, just say, you know what? Either one, I've I've been away from God and now I want to rededicate my life or you know what? <clears throat> I don't know who Jesus is already. Let's um, just raise your hand. Anyone, anyone ready to accept Jesus Christ? Awesome. So for everyone here and online, just repeat after me. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. For dying on the cross for my sins. Thank you for taking care of me. Thank you for loving me. I accept you into my heart. And I declare heaven is my home. And God is my Father. In Jesus' name. Amen. And every person here who has who's dealing with worry, I don't know if you're dealing with any type of worry that you've been battling with. Um, I want to pray for everyone here. If that's you, just lift up your hand real quick. If you've just been dealing with worry, then I'm going to just in general pray for everyone. So Father God, I thank you so much. I thank you that this is a reminder of how you take care of us. That even when we aren't, we, we forget how much you love us, how much you're taking care of us. Lord, I pray for every person here that that worry will just begin to fall off. That that bag that they've been carrying on from every day, today, 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 and that bag that keeps getting heavier and heavier, I break that off in Jesus' name. That all that worry will just come off in Jesus' name. That they will just begin to live in freedom and that that weight will just get off. So thank you, God, that worry is going to be gone. That that worry will not be no longer a part of them, but faith will begin to rise up. That praise will begin to rise up. I thank you so much for what you're about to do in all, every person's life here. And I thank you, God, that faith, we just declare faith, faith, faith just rise up in our spirits. And that we will walk in faith from here on out. I thank you so much. Pour out your blessing. In Jesus' name. Amen. Thanks for listening to this life-giving message from Living Faith Church. For more information about our church, text the word podcast to 1-888-305-2303. Don't forget to subscribe to this podcast, and we will see you next time on the Living Faith Church Podcast.